Monday, November 20th. Having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry, I want to go through three stories today, which ought to give believers a little ray of hope and to feel optimistic about the sanctity of life issue. First story up out of World Magazine, FBI seeks documents for Planned Parenthood probe. The FBI has requested unredacted documents the Senate Judiciary Committee obtained from abortion providers signaling a broader probe into the abortion industry, according to a report from The Hill. This all came about through the videos that were done by the Center for Medical Progress that made it very evident that Planned Parenthood was selling aborted baby body parts for profit, which is against the law. The second story, which we did cover just the other day, but again, it's a positive story. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear a California case. Pro-life ministries and other organizations must share information with pregnant mothers about their abortion options. And lastly, positive news, the new tax bill, they have reinserted the tax credit related to adoption. Clearly, Planned Parenthood has violated the law. Planned Parenthood has basically become a wholesaler on baby parts in order to enhance its financial status. It's big business. And because it's big business, then it becomes a a difficult issue to deal with. So the willingness of the FBI to pursue this and to unearth the documents that have been established before the Congress that investigated this in terms of criminal wrongdoing, number one, sends a welcome shot across the bow of the abortion industry and this burgeoning profit-seeking industry. We can get it done in a way that preserves organs and body parts. By the way, boy, can we make some money off this and then you can take the parts and make money off that. That whole industry now has the scrutiny of the FBI. Of course, it remains to be seen in terms of the integrity of the probe, but at least there's a probe. At least that shot went across the bow, and this now exposed development of body part selling, that is a good news factor. The second one that you bring up, Tom, something that we've covered not long ago, This irrational law that was passed and pushed in its implementation in the state of California that these nonprofit and religious organizations that are providing crisis pregnancy care, adoption, clinic care for women who are in crisis pregnancy but are focused upon the sanctity of life, that yes, this is a crisis, and yes, we are here to help you, but the answer is not the killing of the baby. That will produce greater problems in your life in the future, emotionally and spiritually and psychologically. Here's a better answer. We can nurture you, nurture the life, And if you are not able to take the life of this baby and nurture the baby after its birth, we will provide an avenue toward an adoption instead of the murder of the unborn infant. That is not a solution to the crisis. Well, now the state of California says before you can ever talk to them about their health care, their mental, the spiritual, the physical adoption alternatives, before you can ever do any of that, You have to give them contact information and lay out for them how they can go and get an abortion, a free abortion, and you have to, as it were, be the initial marketing agent to this woman 
as to that choice of an abortion, which in reality is what they are attempting to eradicate from the American culture, this culture of death that destroys children. Well, California, of course, is a leading fascist movement as they take the power of the government to enforce the right of abortion. It is a religious entity for the secular humanist that you must not only provide abortion, you must not only approve abortions, and they must not only be legal, but you can forget this legal and rare thing. You must promote them, celebrate them, and even those who have a religious conviction based upon the sanctity of life You must celebrate it. You must propagate it. You must market it. You must propose it. Thankfully, there have been numerous entities that have sued the state of California that have brought appropriate lawsuits as to the fact that this law is in direct opposition against our Constitution in general and the Bill of Rights in particular and the First Amendment specifically in two areas. One is freedom of speech. Freedom of speech includes not only what you are allowed to say, but that you are not coerced to say. And secondly, it is also obviously a strike against the freedom of religion in that one's deeply held religious beliefs on the sanctity of life must not be violated by the power of the state in that they could close the crisis pregnancy center or find those who are in the crisis pregnancy centers if they do not propagate and market the abortion industry. And thankfully, that's going to the Supreme Court. I have every hope and desire that there will be an appropriate ruling upholding free speech so that they do not have to communicate this under the coercion of the state. And the freedom of religion is that they can hold to the sanctity of life. And then finally, Tom, another piece of good news. As we have said, the real change in our country is going to be as Christians do evangelism and discipleship, and people's lives are changed by the grace of God and transformed. And then that's what transforms culture when gospel transformation takes place. But there is a place for Christians to enter the public square for the public good with public policy from the sanity of a Christian world and life view. In the new tax reform, in an effort to find places to cut down on the deficit, there was a removal of a number of provisions whereby you could deduct from your income tax, and one of those was you could deduct up to a certain amount the money that you spend on adoption, which is anywhere from twenty to $40,000. And there are many people who could provide a wonderful home but just cannot afford that. Well, again, that strikes at the sanctity of life if we price out the provision of adoption in our nation. So the state has a vested interest in encouraging adoption because with the option of adoption, then there is the fact that a number of those facing crisis pregnancies would be more open to hearing the plea for the sanctity of life and carrying their child to birth knowing that the child would be taken care of by a family, but that it was qualified and ready to provide a nurturing environment. Yet, that family perhaps doesn't have the means to do that financially. So, the adoption tax credit has been something that promotes the sanctity of life. Well, there was an appropriate, well-constructed communication from many believers, systematically in some cases and spontaneously in others, and both the Senate and the House have now agreed to reinsert 
this provision that upholds the sanctity of life by giving relief to those who are in this expensive endeavor of seeking to adopt children that have been unwanted but are wanted by many and therefore they get some relief through the income tax credit. Harry, it is so easy to get discouraged and think my voice will not matter, but it does. Many times when you speak up, you say, well, what's the use? There's going to be no consequence. No, if it's right, do what's right. Speak up. You never know what God will use when you say the truth, say it in love, say it the right way. That includes not only the gospel of saving grace, the same thing's true of your ministry as believers and as the church in the arena of common grace. Speak up because it's right and do it in the right way at the right time and for the right reasons. The Lord many times surprises us with wonderful consequences such as the ones that we have mentioned today. Harry, we're out of time for today. On tomorrow's edition of Today in Perspective, I want to go down under. Not good news, unfortunately. World Magazine is reporting Australians have voted in favor of same-sex marriage in a postal survey that could lead to reforms before the end of the year. How did it happen? Why did it happen? And now we move from the good news of this program to a bad news in the next program. But there's some things we need to learn and I think some observations that may help our listeners. We'll deal with that on Tuesday's edition of Today in Perspective. As we close out, let me remind you that you can subscribe to this program. It's easy. On your tablet or your smartphone, go to your iTunes icon. Type in Today in Perspective with Harry Reader. Then each and every weekday, on your podcast icon, automatically will be downloaded a new edition of Today in Perspective. A great way to stay in touch, a great way to never miss an edition of this broadcast. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Tuesday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.